Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Inside Pass. I am Randy Miller, Tom Baker, of course, as always, uh, doing production for us um, and co-hosting the show. Um, when is when is Christian coming? In the next couple weeks, right? Uh, next week. Oh, yay. yes, Christian Rose Finally. will be joining us next week. He. Uh, he he did a great job behind the wheel in the ARCA race on Saturday. He did. Led a few laps and um, had a car capable of winning, but just got behind there and had a hard time coming back through the field. I feel it's like the Rolling Stones concert that never happens. We keep talking about our new co-host and he's yet to appear. So hopefully, um, <laughs> well, like you, uh, the family got a little bigger. It's true. Yes, he he had a baby. Uh, I think right after me. Yes, um, not not too long ago. So. Baby River. Um, I think it's River. <sighs> no, it's not River. I think it is River. We'll, we'll find ask out, him next we'll week. We'll find out yeah. next week. I'm trying to remember the stay, name. Stay Starts tuned for baby R. name yeah. uh, next week. But yes, so we, baby can, Rose. We, can swap, uh, we can swap baby stories yes. uh, next week for sure. Um, mine's been sick for the last week and a half. Oh, so, that's not good. Um, yeah, just, uh, you know, kids and, and going to the, going to school and then coming home. And, you know, they lick their friends and then they try to hug the kids. Yeah. Um, so uh, he's doing better, though. He'll, he'll be okay. Good. Uh, just got got a little little virus, but um, he'll be okay. Um, so Daytona happened. Um, yay. Uh, NASCAR season is back. Uh, yay again. Um, we've had ARCA. We've had uh, a, a set of twin duels that were pretty fantastic. Uh, a record-setting pole run by a Hendrick driver. Um, a fantastic truck race, except for the rain. Um, a, a great Xfinity race. A, a great cup race. I think it was a fantastic week to, and a great start to the season. Well, I agree for the most part. I mean, I, I think that uh, all the racing was very competitive. Um, I thought that uh, obviously it was a, I mean, Alex Bowman is, you know, for, for being a hack, um, he's pretty good at Daytona. Um, the hack uh, broke the track record and, and like blew it to smithereens. Um, and uh, of course, didn't have a good race, but that's beside the point. Um you know, he it, it was just a great weekend. I agree with you. I mean, the, the, the truck race had a little bit of an issue Friday night with rain, but um, it ended up getting rain shortened. But I think Zane Smith was going to win anyway, so I don't think it mattered. It's like you save, just save yourself 10 laps. All right, uh, we're going to step aside, take a break, and uh, we will start to break all of this down for you uh, from the duels to the 500. And when we come back on the NSFS, stick with us. We'll be right back. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information, report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know, it won't start. How are we getting home? Chill, my parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know, with my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Randy Miller, Tom Baker here with you. Uh, breaking down the week that was at Daytona International Speedway. It was a fantastic start to the NASCAR season. We had the clash a couple of weeks ago um, and got to see what the cars uh, could do on the, the .25 mile track. Um, and so now we go to the biggest track, or one of the biggest tracks on the NASCAR circuit, and that being Daytona for the start of the season, the Super Bowl of our sport, uh, which is the Daytona 500. But before we get there, we have all of the uh, the, the pre-race festivities and all of the pre-races that lead up to the Daytona 500. So we're yep. kind of going to go through those in steps. Qualifying was first. Normally, in years past, I know they used to do it on Sunday um, after the clash, but uh, this year, I guess, in the last couple of years, since it's been on the West Coast, they started doing it a different way. So they've done qualifying on Wednesday night before the duels this time, um, which I thought was kind of unique and a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't like the shortened uh, Daytona Speed Week part of it, but I actually, from an efficiency standpoint, I like it better. And, And honestly, if you're a fan... I mean, if you want to go down on, you know, Friday or Saturday of the previous week, you you still can. I mean, just because there's nothing going on at Daytona on the track for a few days, there's plenty of short track racing all over the place you can go be watching. So you can still have your vacation and still do the racing thing. And I think for the teams, it's way less expensive to have to um, just spend, you know, like Tuesday through um Tuesday through Sunday there than it is to to have to spend the extra days. Um, so I I think it's fine. And, you know, it's still, you're right, it's only two years old. And to be honest with you, I almost forgot 
about the qualifying on <laughs> Wednesday too. because again you just you, you get so programmed and um, and then of course uh, realizing that the duels would be the next night but yeah um, I mean gosh what do you say Alex Bowman just absolutely lights out no matter what happens he sits on the front row at Daytona somehow yeah, ninth consecutive year of being either it's on incredible. the pole or on the front row. Um, obviously setting the, the record, uh, a milestone record that is going to be hard to break. I mean, it's difficult to qualify at any racetrack on the circuit, but to do it at Daytona in the 500 for nine consecutive years is a major, major accomplishment. And just unfortunately for him, it's always ended in bad luck. This year he finally turned it around a little bit, but um, still hasn't gotten the win, but he had a good finish. And then we'll talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he just, he, I, I, I said earlier he didn't have a good race. What I'm meaning by that is it didn't live up to the hype right. that it should have. Yeah. You know, for for considering what he what he's accomplished, and that seems to be like you said the story for him. But you know, he just signed a contract extension, so um, through the end of twenty five, and so did Ally. So the forty eight team is intact um, for a few more years. He's got a new crew chief there. Um, Blake Harris came over from uh, Front Row Motorsports. He was the crew chief for Michael McDowell last year. And I think Alex and Blake are going to get along just fine. I think we we saw a couple of. Uh, crew chief situations that are you know being um in different in different uh, with different teams this year uh we saw what happened when ricky stenhouse brought mike kelly back uh as his crew chief they were together at roush when he won the races and you know here he goes and wins the 500 so alex is definitely in for a good season i think and i think he could be a big surprise yeah, I, I, I think he's going to win multiple races. I do too. Obviously, he's, you, can, you can see that the ill effects of the concussion are now gone. Um, he's back to, to being Alex Bowman of old. And I, and I think that having set out all that time, you know, making the playoffs, could have probably had a deeper run in the playoffs had he not gotten injured. Um, probably could have won, you know, one of the playoff races and, and could have conceivably made it to the Final Four, but we'll never know now. But going into this year, I think... You know, the mindset was, you know, to go out there and, and, and get those wins early. Um, he did that last year, uh, winning about three races, something like that last year. Um, but I think Blake Harris is going to be a, a, the, the deciding factor for him. And, and I yeah. think he's going to show everybody just how talented he really is. I mean, he, he did a lot for Michael McDowell last year. You know, Michael McDowell had a career year with a lot of top ten finishes. And I think going to Hendrick now, um, Blake is the perfect fit for that organization. For sure. Oh, I agree. And and again, Rick Hendrick and Jeff Gordon and that that group, they are just so smart with how they manage that business. Right. Because, um, you know, to be able to take a, a, a young crew chief like Blake and recognize what he was able to do with limited resources at front row with Michael McDowell and to to, to be able to bring him over and now put him in that situation there where he can then learn from Chad Knauss and all the other experienced crew chiefs. I mean, um, I think that makes the 48 team much stronger. And, um, and again, I think Hendrick is, is, you know, last year I feel like they were, it wasn't that they were off, but we saw everybody be so competitive with the new car. I think this year you're going to see some of the elite teams start to come back to the forefront a little bit. And uh, so definitely um, Alex is in a position to make a deep run in the playoffs and run for a championship, and I think he'll show that. Well, I think if we saw anything else at Daytona, I mean, there's a lot of competitive drivers and cars and teams this year. I I think getting to, you know, 16 winners again this year is is very possible. Um, You know, you may not make it to 17 or 18, but I think at least 15 is very, very possible again this year. 
Yeah, I think it's possible. I would, I would, I would believe honestly, probably more like a dozen. I think you're going to see some multi-race winners. Um, and you know, I think, I think you look at, at look at a Kyle Busch as being a multi-race winner. I think Larson, um, will, will be back if he just keeps his head. Um, you know, you, that you're, I think you're going to see some of those teams, um, you know, Daytona is, is not necessarily a great barometer because you only race right. that package, you know, basically four times a year. Um, you know, after the next couple of weeks, we get through the West coast swing, we'll know a lot more, but you know, I think that, um, I think, I think you, I would say 12 to 13 is what you'll end up with this year, but we'll see. Then again, if you're fast, you're fast. I I mean, I know it's Daytona, but you know, usually well, speed, yeah. speed is speed. But, but yeah, I, I mean, I guess the, the packages are different. Yeah. Um. So we the first official race of the weekend uh, took place Friday night at uh, Daytona, the truck race. Uh, now Craftsman Truck Series, the Craftsman Series is yes. back, and it's cool to see that logo back in the windshield. Love it. Yes, I agree. But, not me. It's not me. It's not my brain drifting back anymore. It's actually <laughs> fact again. Thank you, Lord. It, see, it came. Sometimes it comes back around. Uh, yes, so that's right. Uh, and, it may have taken 25 years, but at least it came back around. Um, so uh, Nick Sanchez won the poll, so he started on the poll for the first race of the year. And, you know, those of you who have uh, been fans of the ARCA series or watched him last year in the ARCA series know that he came up from the ARCA East series. And he yep. was obviously going to be fast because he's always fast at Daytona. Um, but uh, if that's any indication of the kind of rookie class that we're going to have this year, it's going to be a really interesting year. Well, the truck series, I mean, again, Daytona is always uh, interesting for all the classes, but I think the truck series, again, we just, um, before we, we do this show, we, we did, we taped our lead lap show, which is our Southeast region show. We have Mike Bumgarner Jr., um, who is the limited late model track champion at Hickory last year and is moving up to late model stock. He works at Tricon. And uh, we were, we talked quite a bit about, you know, what it's like to be in a, on a team where there's five trucks every week. Um, you know, there the, the truck series is thicker than ever this year with competition um, and really good teams. I think the depth is even more so than it's been in past years. Um, and so it's going to be hard to be dominant. But I'm I'm going to tell you, the Zane train is looking awfully strong again. Um you know, he, that team is just in a groove and they have so much faith in each other and so much confidence. Um, and Zane, now that he's won a championship, I think he's even going to be more deadly because he, he, it's not, I know I can, it's I did. And that really makes a difference when you're, when you're, uh, you know, when in how you drive and how you approach things. Once you did it once, you know you can do it twice. And I think Zane's the guy to beat. Well, you, you know, the other key factor too to think about is now he's going to have some Cup Series experience under his belt. And I know it yes. doesn't necessarily translate a whole lot because the cars are totally different. But it's still behind. It's still seat time Confidence, behind the wheel. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. It's still driver skill. And and um and he he did a nice job. In the cup car, he finished ninth in the in the duel mm -hmm. and got himself in. And then, you know, he didn't, again, he didn't have a, a fantastic 500, but he did what he needed to do. He finished all the laps and he ended up 12th. And that was a good run for Zane um, in a third car for Front Row Motorsports. He's going to be in the 38 car replacing Todd Gilliland for six races this year as we go forward Todd is actually going to run for Rick Ware racing in the 15 car when he's not running the 38 so he has a ride but yeah that's Zane is he's going to be a he's going to be a tiger by the end of the year yes yes he will yes he will all right we're going to step aside and uh, take a break we'll have more of the Chuck series when we come back there's a lot of other stories and interesting uh, phenomenons coming out of the Chuck series we'll talk about it next how to be a great dad in 15 seconds 
Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. My name's Eric Jones, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Brandon Miller, Tom Baker here with you, uh, breaking down the weekend of racing action at Daytona International Speedway. If you missed the opening segment of our show, our brand-new co-host, Christian Rose, will be here with us next week, and uh, we'll, we'll get to pick his brain about uh, his race at Daytona. Uh, we'll talk about him in a little bit when we get to the ARCA series, but uh, we're talking about the trucks right now, and I, I do want to shout out something because we – we come down hard uh, on a lot of our a lot of our friends and a lot of the guys that come into the t- and sit in on the show a lot. Um, and we were hard on Jack Wood over the off season because we you know he was jumping out of the flame into the fire, 
um, driving for KBM. Wait, hang on. Into the, Jumping out of the, out of the flame into, into the, the, the yeah, fire? It's a fully engulfed fire now. It's oh, I see. It's not just like a little yeah. candle flame. It's now a, a full house fire? Stay with me. Okay. Um, so anyway, um, so <laughs> Jack Wood just uh, went from, uh, you know, G, uh, to, uh, from GMS over to KBM uh, in the Chevrolet trucks. And we thought, you know, it was going to be a disastrous for him because he had yet to prove himself at GMS. Uh, he ended up putting the truck in the third starting spot for the race, and he actually ran up front for a lot of the race. So I got to give him a little bit of props. And I know it's Daytona. We talk about it all the time. But he's in the house truck. So you know it's got to be fast because he wouldn't be in the race. It wouldn't be fast. And so he proved himself, I think, a lot by running up front. He did a good job. I mean, there were a lot of drivers. He, he that, didn't finish there. That I, well, that's the thing. I mean, <laughs> and that's where, um, you know, again, like, you know, I talked about with Mike, Bob Garner on the lead lap show earlier. It's easy to be fast by yourself. Right. It's exactly. harder to to race that you know at that. And um, you know, I think Jack's got some learning to do. And he's in. He's he's got the resources. The truck is there for him. He's got to grow into that part now. And um, so I don't know that we were hard on him. I think we were. I think both of us agree. That in Jack's case, and we talked about Dean Thompson as well, when you're running for Nice, you're not necessarily expected that you're going to go out and win races. Now, Ross Chastain did, and it's not that Nice is a bad team, but they're just kind of, a, you know, they're a middle-of-the-pack team. Right. When you go from that to a KBM or you go to Tricon, as Dean has, then you know the expectations change because the equipment is is winning equipment. So you now you need to go show that you can you can step into that part. Um, and so qualifying is great, but you know he'll learn uh, to race there. And um, uh, yeah, I thought that uh, there were a lot of you know to me um, the the gold star for that race to me goes to Colby Howard. Colby yeah. ended up finishing fourth. In the nine truck for CR7 Motorsports, he'd raced for him a few times a couple years back and then um, went to the Xfinity Series for a while to run for JD Motorsports, went back to the truck, uh, back to the truck series last year to run for uh, McAnally. And um, and now he's back at CR7 and he is not only racing that nine truck full time, he's working in the shop full time. So he's going to now be in a position to know how those trucks work and know how they come together and have some influence over what he wants out of the truck. So I think that's going to do more for Colby than anything else he's done in NASCAR. Um, he did a nice job and, and, and uh, kind of steady as she goes. But there were so many drivers, I thought, and again, that's how Daytona works, coming and going. Um, you know, and then there were some obviously big disappointments, but I thought Colby was one of the brightest stars there, the ones that you wouldn't expect to see up front. Yeah, if we're going to do gold stars, we'll, I, I'm going to give one to Travis Pastrana. He finished 13th um, in the race as well. Absolutely hardly any experience at all in, you know, in NASCAR in itself, much less in the truck series, um, but going out and, and just kind of keeping keeping his nose clean, keeping the fenders clean, and then going out there and, and, and getting it done, finishing in 13th. Yeah, see, I think, um, you know, you look at somebody like Travis. Now, Travis, again, it's sneaky because Travis has had ex plenty of experience in stock cars. Um, and, you know, I wish I had a dollar for all the ones he's broken. Um, <laughs> no offense, Travis, but, you know, because uh, I would be a rich man. But, um, but no, he's, um, he's a versatile racer. And, I, and you look at him 
and we'll talk about Frankie Muniz later, but you know, they were the two sort of celebrity quote unquote drivers that were coming into the weekend at Daytona and you really weren't sure how they were going to do. And I thought they both, you know, did themselves proud in, in the way that they, um, you know, Travis uh, got out of shape at the end there and kind of set up that last big wreck, but in the cup car, but it certainly um, did a, I thought did a great job and, and uh, you know, again, um, it earned the the right to a gold star at Daytona when you can run like that. Um, that was a big deal. Um, for the record, the two uh, the two stage winners uh, Friday night was Christian Eckes and Tyler Ankrum, um, both unusual suspects. I feel like uh, Tyler, I think he's he's starting to come along now uh, with HRE. It's been a couple of years now, but I think he's finally starting to figure out the Toyota again. Um, and he led some laps at Daytona and, and looked actually really good um, in the truck race Friday night. And Christian Exus is with a new team this year with McAnally, but um, they've got plenty of fast trucks. And he's got uh, he's got the, he's I think they have the right person behind the wheel that's going to take the truck. To be well, I agree. He replaces Colby Howard right. um, with that team. And um, and of course, Tyler Ankrum has a new crew chief in Doug Randolph, true. Um, who I have just the utmost respect for. And again, Every year Tyler gets better, and and if if Tyler can hang with that team, um, I think he can run for a championship this year. But certainly he's going to be even better next year than he was this year. You know he's he's still grasping um, how to how to basically be championship caliber in a truck, and um, you know he learned a whole lot last year from Greg Zipidelli and uh, Eddie DeHunt, his spotter. I don't know if Eddie's still spotting for him, but. He's got the new crew chief with Randolph, and Doug is just a fountain of knowledge, and 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 he's a very very um, sort of meticulous, professorial kind of crew chief. He'll teach Tyler a lot, and I feel like um, Tyler could be sneaky good this year, and you could see him win multiple races as well. We'll see how it works out, but that people forget that's a championship team. True, Austin Hill won a championship with them. That's very true. That is true. Um, so the truck series is off uh, for the next week or two. Um, they'll go to Vegas next um, to kick off the second race of their season. So um, every year at Daytona, there's always one underdog story. And this year in the ARCA series, um, it would be that one. Uh, Greg Van Alst visited Victory Lane. And uh, those of you who uh, are fans of short track racing probably know that name. And it's great to see somebody in the short track racing world finally see Victory Lane at Daytona. Yeah, I I met Greg actually at the PRI show, Performance Racing Industry Trade Show in December. Um, we were, we both parked in the same parking garage and we and we kind of met in the elevator, and um, and and that's a heck of a place to meet. And, yeah, and we uh, we introduced ourselves, and I had a chance to get you know have a, a few minutes conversation. We got out of the elevator and walked across the way to the to the uh, convention center where the um, show was being held, but um. You know, he really felt like this year could be his year. And, boy, he 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 went and backed it up right away at Daytona. It was so cool to see him get that win because he's a blue-collar guy. He's not a guy that has a bunch of money. You heard him say he got 20 different sponsors to come on board to um, to, to get him, you know, going and, and, and run for the ch- – and he went out one. So um, that's a big deal. And people always kind of rag on the ARCA race because a lot of wrecks or whatever. I thought the race, yeah, we had a lot of cautions. That's what you have in the ARCA series because there's such a diversity in skill and experience. Exactly. Um, But, um, you know, I thought it was a great race. I enjoyed watching it, and I was shocked 
that Greg was able to to make that move and pull off the win. Um, and, you know, there were two stars in that race. There was Greg Van Alsten. I felt like LeVar Scott, who basically was a drop-in in the uh, Rev Racing car, too. Um, you know, LeVar proved what I've told him for the last couple of years was that if he got the chance, he would be, and he darn near won that race. Jesse Love went for it on the last lap, pulled out. Um, he was kind of pushing him and then pulled out to the outside. And of course that didn't work out too well. And Jesse said later, I need to, I need to do what I'm told on the last lap, but you live and learn. That's, that's what you do. You go for the win on, your, on the last lap. So, um, but to see Greg end up being able to hold off LeVar and everybody else, that was incredible. Um, and, and what he did in that event could really propel him to a championship this year. I don't know. We'll see. But um, he certainly got off to a really strong start in that series and should be very proud of himself and proud of the team effort that they made that it took to get there. Yeah, the first thing he said when he got out of the car is guys like me aren't supposed to do this. That's right. Yeah. So. And that's what, he, you know, I mean, the, the, the short track guy can make it to that level and win. And there's your moment right there. He could retire right now. And he, he'll be forever able to say, I won an ARCA race at Daytona. That's a big deal. I don't care if you win a go-kart race at Daytona. It's a big deal. Yeah, he also mentioned during his post-race interview, that's the only super speedway, the only speedway car that they have exactly. on the table. So he, wasn't yep. gonna, he was only going to bring that car home in one piece or on the records, one of the two. Absolutely. And, and so he ended up in that victory lane. So uh, congratulations to Van Alston. And also the other, I guess, news story coming out of the ARCA series is Frankie Munoz, uh, Malcolm in the Middle yep. star. Um, who uh, made his ARCA debut. And it, it's cool to see guys like him. I say guys, kids, whatever. Um, he's, it's hard oh, to no, imagine. He's in his it's 30s. Hard he's a guy. I know. It's hard to imagine how old he is. I have to say kid because yeah. I don't want to think of him as somebody who's almost Malcolm grown up. Um, but uh, he's no longer in the middle anymore. Um, he was on Saturday he, he a couple was, times. He was in the middle a lot. <laughs> Three wide. On, uh, on Saturday. But, um, but it's cool to see guys like him come into the sport and say, you know, I don't want to be thought of as an actor who races. I want to be thought of a race car driver who acts. And that's a really cool, like, mentality to think about things. When you well, and, and we've seen those before. Patrick Dempsey was one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, extraordinarily good racer. Mm -hmm. And he basically, he acted in Grey's Anatomy to pay for his racing. You know, and there have been a few of those guys. Paul Newman was a really good racer. Um, and, and he could get anything and adapt to it. I can tell you really good. We don't have time, but I can tell you a great Paul Newman story about that. We'll have to do that on some show later, but, um, yeah, Frankie did a really good job. He stayed controlled. I mean, he was getting basically abused by Dale quarterly for like 10 straight laps. I thought Dale was going to stick him in the fence and Frankie managed to hang on and, and just ended up with a good finish. We'll talk about more of that um, on the other side of the break. Be right back. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Whew. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? 
Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. It's a perfect Orca song. Welcome back yeah. to the Inside Pass. Randy Miller, Tom Baker here with you. I want to pick up on something that uh, that you said. We were talking about Orca earlier, and that Frankie was Muniz. the well, that, that too. Yeah. I, he, he's hard to pick up these days. Um, he's a little bit bigger than he used to be. Um, but um, when we were talking about the, the, the lack of experience in the ARCA series, uh, that's one thing that I saw a lot of on social media over the weekend is people just blasting the ARCA series and blasting the ARCA drivers because of all the wrecks and the, you know, I, I guess the nonsensical race that, that they perform on. And it's like that every single year in Daytona. And I actually think that's what makes the race fun is to see how many wrecks we're actually going to have. Um, because I still remember one year where I think we had like two cars to finish the race. Um, but it's but a lot of people don't think about how inexperienced a lot of these kids and a lot of these guys in the Arca series are, especially when it comes to tracks like Daytona. Well, you have a lot of part timers. Yeah, that's true. Okay, and it's and everybody thinks it's the kids, but I mean Dale Quarterly's not a kid. Dale Quarterly was a super bike racer. Dale Quarterly's like fifty something years old. He's got a couple quarters. Yeah, um, and he was abusing everybody else's quarterlies. Um, all the entire race. I mean, you know, I would have black flagged the guy. Uh, he was, it was that bad. I just, I, you, you know, and, and you had some other drivers as well who were older, who just, 
They were in the way, frankly. And that's what's hard about the ARCA series. And you know you're going to get that at Daytona because everybody wants that Greg Van Alst moment. And and so they go to Daytona, um, you know, and and some of them just don't understand. You can't beat the heck out of a out, out of a driver like Quarterly was. And and he wasn't the only one, but you know, so you're right. It's that's what it that's what complicates that race. A lot of the young drivers are not the ones that are causing the wrecks a lot of the time. It's some of the veteran drivers who don't race the series full time and they just simply don't have the skill set that the younger drivers do. Um and and uh so that's and, and here comes Frankie Munez who has way less experience in that type of car than everybody else practically on the track. And he drove like he's driven for two or three years. I mean, I won't say he drove like a 30-year veteran, but, you know, he he controlled himself nicely. He didn't make too many mistakes. He kept himself in the race, tried to keep his car clean. Um, and that's a huge mental challenge for somebody like him to come in and do that the way that he did at Daytona, you know, talk about all the frying pan into the fire that was you know big time for him and so now he'll get to go test his metal on some of the shorter tracks where you know you won't be having to you know be drafting and you know bouncing off people's back ends and and worried worried about the air jumping your car all around as much I mean, the, the cool thing about Frankie Munoz, too, is that he's worked his way up. Like, he didn't just yeah. get an ARCA ride out of nowhere. He's been working in, you know, SCCA. He's been working in road courses. And he's doing a really a good road course yeah. racer. Uh, so when we get to the, some of these road course races with the ARCA series later in the year, he's going to be a kid. I say kid. I still can't get over that. I know. Um, he's going to be a guy to watch in the series because he can win a couple races if, you, if he's not careful. Well, and that's the thing. And see, Red Jones Racing is capable. They, they've they got a good team. Um, they're based here in, in Mooresville, in the Mooresville area. Um, and and they've, they've won races in ARCA before. Uh, and they're great at developing talent. And um, so it's going to be interesting to see how this, how this develops because Frankie is not here for a good time. He's here to win a championship. That is his goal. Um, you know, he he wants to be, this is a beginning for him of what he hopes will be a, you know, a racing career. Now, whether he gets to the Cup Series or whatever is a different story. But, um, but I can see him running up front and being competitive and being a tough, what you would call a tough out. In other words, a tough pass. Um, you know, at almost any track on the circuit, to be honest, he'll have some learning curves still, especially on the shorter ovals, because that's not been his thing. But, you know, he is dead serious and he's working hard to be good. So it's it. That was fun. Again, him and Travis both were great stories coming in. You didn't know what they were going to do. But, man, I think they both did themselves proud. Yeah, I'm anxious to to get to uh, kind of pick Christian's brain uh, next week when he's here um, to kind of see what he felt and saw and, you know, experienced behind the wheel of his car. He started 13th and finished in 12th. Um, so a good run by our, our new co-host, yeah. uh, Christian Wood. Um, gold stars. Uh, you have any gold stars for the ARCA series? Yeah. Um, well, uh, Frankie Muniz, first of all. Malcolm I mean, gets a gold star. Um, and, you know, certainly LeVar Scott, who will be here in a couple of weeks, by the way. LeVar gets a gold star. Um, and, and I think Christian Rose gets a gold star because Christian... Um, again, you know, being able to lead a few laps and, and make a good showing in that AM racing car, that is basically a new team, um, for him. 
And uh, and and I uh, again, this is a guy that I think is going to be sneaky. Um, nobody, th- nobody's going to think he can run for a championship. Do not sell Christian Rose short, because there's another guy who's working his tail off, and the equipment over at AM Racing is better than you think. And uh, and I think he's going to give the Venturini boys a real run for their money this year. If they're going to win the championship, they're going to have to deal with him as well, because I think he's going to be in the thick of it all year long. I think there's going to be a lot of competition in the yeah. Arca Series this year, much more than years past. I mean, you know, if you think about the last few years, you've had Ty Gibbs, you've had, you know, Sam Mayer, you've had all these other kids that come through there and just completely wipe the field with everybody. This year, it's way more competitive. Well, it is, and you've got, you know, Ty Gibbs ran full-time. Okay, right, so exactly. this year, yeah. the Gibbs car will be there full-time. It won't have a full-time driver. There's mm-hmm. there's multiple drivers in it. Sammy Smith was in it, by the way, this past uh, um, uh, oh, Connor Mozak. Connor Mozak, oh, yeah. And he right. won the pole. And, and, and again, had a good shot to win the race. But, but I think, um, you know, it's not so, – so this is going to open the door for Christian because some of those cars are not – GMS is not running an ARCA car. Um, so, you know, this is a different little mix of the field for, for Christian, and I think, um, I think he's, he's in good enough equipment to chase a championship. If he can get a win or two, he's got a real good shot at it. There were 40 cars in that field. I didn't yeah. even realize that. That's a yeah. lot. I mean, I, that's the biggest field I've seen in quite some time. Well, and, and there were, it, it was fun, too, because people made fun of, of the broadcast because it, Fox, you know, they, they, it's all, they, they like to be sort of entertaining and, 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 and a little bit irreverent. And you had the whole kind of storyline with Andy Jankowiak as the pizza guy, and then you had um, uh, Braden Laster, who is who is the pizza man with the pizza helmet and and uh, you know they were playing up you know pizza all day which made me hungry for pizzas so it it, it did its job <laughs> um, you know and so um, it was neat to see some of that and, and Brayton's a, a guy from the Midwest he just he's a young kid trying to make it and just to be in that race I mean he finished I think twenty fifth or twenty seventh or something not a spectacular result. But just getting through that race clean was a big deal to that young man. And, you know, probably now he'll get to go to another race because he got through this one okay. So gold starts for me, uh, I, two of them. Uh, Mandy Chick finishing in the fifth place. Yes. A great run by a, f- by a female driver. And uh, uh, Amber Balkan also uh, finishing right behind Amber her. Amber shocked six. me. I've never honestly just being, you know, being candid, I've never thought Amber had a whole lot of talent. She did a good job. And again, it was Daytona, but she did a good job. Now, Mandy Chick was, uh, she's an engineering student. Like she's into working on cars. So she's, yes. And, and I've, I've said for a year now that the two uh, best female drivers in the country right now are Katie Hedinger, who's, who's, who won a super late model race uh, at New Smyrna. She, she is a phenomenal racer. And Isabella Robusto, who's also a late model stock racer in Toyota's program. Um, and both of them drive the cars and they also know the cars. And that's, you know, Mandy Chick is a young lady who, again, if she gets the right opportunity, she knows the cars. She's an engineering student. She's serious about wanting to understand the craft from the drivers and how the car works, that's a big advantage. Yeah, mechanical engineering is a, is a, a science that not a lot of people want to get into because it's, it is a difficult science to learn. Yes. Um, but if you think about guys like Ryan Newman, who are basically rocket scientists, yes. and what he did when he first got into the NASCAR world, and he was so fast and so quick and running races and you know running for championships and stuff like yep. that, it's a, it's a science that if you apply yourself to it, then you can be you know super 
genius when it comes if to If you work on them, you know how they work. Right, exactly. You give much more detailed feedback right. to the crew chief and the team about what you need to fix or change to make the car better than if you just show up with your helmet like a lot of drivers do. And so don't discount somebody like Mandy Chick. She is a serious racer. And again, when I talk about drivers like her or even Katie or Isabella, they don't want to be known as females who race they want to be known as racers who happen to be female you know there's they're they're really serious about wanting to to make it in the sport and i think both of them have a shot as and mandy chick i didn't know too much about her but you know she she really did a nice job so the next race on the schedule is the xfinity series race the absolute best name for a race i believe i've ever heard of the beef it's what's for dinner 300 i love it love it Yes. And the the, pri- the the trophy or the prize that you get for winning is even better. Did you see that? No. TV? They get 12 tomahawk steaks. Oh, man. Like, and those are like the most expensive, one of the most expensive steaks you can buy, like on the market. And they get a whole dozen of them on a, in a cooler. That would be more than enough for me to, to aim to lap the field in that <laughs> one. You know, what's your motivation? That's it, right? That's That's, it. That's that's what I want. I mean, I had chicken that day, but that's okay. We don't, you know, was I I mean, I you know, I eat my share of beef. Let's put it that way. Between (laughs) drinking milk and eating beef, I keep a lot of cows, a lot of farmers in business. And that's that. In in this part of the country, that's all the thing. It's a good thing, and I'm giving myself a bell for it. There you go. Yeah. Uh, So. Anyway, Xfinity. Austin Hill won not only the pole, but also ended up winning the race, outlasting the entire Junior Motorsports contention. Um, who would have finished first, second, third, and fourth if it wasn't for that final caution flag that saw Sam Mayer go upside down? Yeah, um, who was my pick? Um, I noticed on the sheet, <laughs> just like his picks, on the sheet up. this week, you tried to appropriate Sam um, as your pick and give me Greg Golding. It was oh, actually the opposite. Um, well, we thank didn't, you. I didn't do points, so but, it, um, it doesn't matter. But, um, but yeah, it. It, it yes, I mean, and Sam did a nice job. He drove a great race, and at the end, he was just he was a little bit late, you know, on the block, and he he owned that, and you know, got himself upside down. That's how quickly it happens. But yeah, that um, Austin defended the win from last year, and as did Zane in the truck race, and so those two were back to back winners now at Daytona, and you know that's hard to do, and and you can say Austin kind of got a gift but again you have to be in a position to take advantage of others misfortune and austin was that's a situation that's very difficult for me to put my head around and and you know obviously i've never done that sort of racing before right. but just Neither being being in the front of a pack of cars you know the 10 12 deep 14 deep whatever you want to call it and trying to defend both the inside and the outside yeah. lane on the very last lap and knowing that you know one 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 little half a centimeter or one little half of a millimeter off could ruin everybody's day. Yeah. Um. And that's that's a situation that would be very hard for me to comprehend. You know what what do you do? Do you just do you hold it? Do you try to block it? You know what do you do? Because not only could it ruin their day, it could ruin yours if you're not careful. Well, that's right. Yeah. So. And that's and boy, that is you talk about a mental jigsaw puzzle like that oh, for is. Sure. You're, you're, um, and this is literally the truth. Your brain stays hotter longer at Daytona and Talladega than in any other race. And those are the races where your brain stays hotter longer than any other athletic, uh, event type that, that, that goes on. And that, that's not me making that up. Sports science has proven that. Um, and so if you can, if you can succeed at that level, that's why it's hard to win at Daytona. 
you know, everybody was making front, fun of Stenhouse, you know, getting his, his win, calling it a fluke or whatever. It's like, well, he's got as many Daytona 500 wins as Dale Earnhardt does now. It's true. You know what I mean? It's like, and it's I wasn't true. saying, comparing him to Dale, just saying that that's how hard that race is to win. Tony Stewart was broadcasting the race over the weekend. He's never won a Daytona 500. You know, Mark Martin never won a Daytona. It's hard to win. Yeah. Uh, all guys. We'll, we'll be back in oh, a yeah. moment. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I'm Matt Benedetto, the brutally honest NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Justin Allgaier, who, uh, who finished that race somehow in third uh, after all that melee, said it best on the radio. He said, if I don't lift, I wreck the whole field. It's stupid racing. 
<laughs> yeah, they they always complain about the racing um, when they don't win. It's true. I've never heard a winner say it was stupid racing. Huh? At least not not in victory lane. He might say it a week later, you know. But uh, and I mean, look, I I don't disagree. I you know, but this is the the technology of the cars has gotten to the point where the cars are almost too good for the track. You know, you build this two and a half mile track all those years ago, and um, we're at a point where if we just took the leash off and let them all, you know, give them a bunch of horsepower, let them go, you'd be running 230, 240 mile an hour laps and somebody would seriously get hurt. And so you have this kind of racing where they pack up and um, this is what you get. It, and it is sort of stupid racing, but there's really no choice here at this point. We've arrived at a, at a point where I don't think there's a solution that takes them out of pack racing unless you're willing to take the chance at the kind of speeds they'd run if you gave them the horsepower they need to not pack race um, and be able to pass each other. And, you know, and uh, I don't think I want to see that, honestly. No, it's it's a it's an interesting crossroads that we find ourselves in with NASCAR because they they tried changing the rules for a couple of years at Daytona and we had the tandem draft and everybody hated that tandem draft because it was two cars versus two Except cars. Trevor versus Bain. Two cars. Yeah, he he benefited from it and then <laughs> yeah. he retired shortly afterwards. Um, but then they went back to the old way and now everybody's complaining again. But it's been this way for years. I mean, you're not going to get away from it at Talladega and Daytona. The speeds are too high. The track is banked too much. It's just what you're going to get. And you know going into those four races every year, you're a wild card in a, in a span of 40 other drivers who can win yep. that race. You're, 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 it's either going to be your day or it's not going to be your day. You're either going to come back with a full car or come back with pieces of a car. And, you know, and again, um, I would rather it be, you know, 1979 again. Yeah, sure. But, you know, the reality is it won't happen. And you know what? That's why Travis Pastrana gets a gold star for getting through that race. We'll be back. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. 
You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Michael Annette. If you're not making it work on the outside, make sure you listen to the inside pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass as we continue with our show. Hey, I have a question for you. What do companies like Walmart, Allstate, CarSaver, Keller Williams, and MRI all have in common? They are all companies who use Connected to grow their businesses. There's more than 17,000 companies using Connected on LinkedIn to grow their database and get more business-to-business leads and grow their businesses. And I am one of them with Steering Wheel Nation, and it works. I've been using it now for several months, and it allows you to create campaigns with follow-ups by creating sequences for first, second, or even third-degree connections on LinkedIn. You can hyper-personalize your messaging. They've got a smart inbox on Connected that uh, allows you to chat with, or you can obviously call or email uh, your prospects. They've got full insights and data, and it connects with a ton of different CRMs if you need that. So if you're a business owner, you're on LinkedIn, you're looking for a lead gen software, there is only one I recommend. It is connected.com. It's K, uh, actually not.com, it's .org, K-E-N-N-E-C-T-E-D, connected. And here's the thing, it's, it's, it's $97 a month. It's dirt cheap. That is a cheap investment for a software that works as good. They also have a concierge service, $1,500 one time, and it's for life. And you will have your own coach that you can rely on to help you with campaigns and help you to, to use the software properly right from the get-go. If you sign up through Steering Wheel Nation, you can get half off that concierge service, $750 one time for life and $97 a month. And it is just amazing how easy it is to use. Just search whatever you want on LinkedIn. Directors of Marketing from South Carolina, for example, brings up the list. You pull that list into your connected software and then start connecting. That's it. Easy as pie. 
connected. K-E-N-N-E-C-T-E-D. Getconnected.com slash steering wheel nation for a discount. Back in a moment. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. I'm Chase Elliott, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the second hour of the Inside Pass. Brandon Miller, Tom Baker here with you. And uh, if you missed the first hour of the show, our brand new co-host, uh, 13th place finisher, Christian Rose in the ARCA race, will be here next week uh, to uh, sit in and uh, help uh, kick off sort of a new, I don't know, I, I guess era of the show. Um, but it would be kind of cool to have somebody who actually has <laughs> actually drives these cars to give us his thoughts. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. That car, by the way, the West Virginia... Uh, tourism hashtag almost heaven car was absolutely beautiful 
And I hope there's a die cast because I'll buy one. I mean, that was a gorgeous wrap on that car. Uh, and and the, the, the folks of West Virginia Tourism should be really proud of that. And, and it obviously was fast, too, because Christian had it out front for a few laps. And if you have any questions about West Virginia, he was the man that can answer them for you because um, he works hand-in-hand hand with the yes. Tourism Board. And, and John Denver, of course. John's <laughs> no longer with us, but... Just listen to the song. Yes, and, and country yeah, roads. He can, he can, uh, he can definitely help you with all of your uh, your adventure to West Virginia needs. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> uh, Justin Allgaier, ever the comedian, uh, said in his post race interview, uh, you know, they asked him about the the last part of that race or whatever, and and coming up just short, he said, uh, "I've been short my whole life, so I guess it's just fitting." <laughs> well, and again, he's boy, he's tried to win that race so many times, and it's just hard to win at Daytona. There's an element of luck that you have to have in order to, to be successful um, at Daytona. And, um, you know, it just, some guys just never quite get there. And again, you think about, you know, guys like Tony Stewart, and Mark Martin never got there. Tony won in the um, then Bush series a number of times, but he didn't win the 500 and it's, it, man, it's just tough. It's uh Justin has a good shot at the championship this year. Um, and, you know, Daytona is just one of those deals. You just got to be in the right place at the right time. And he he wasn't quite in the right place at the right time, but still a, a good day for him. But I think it's a commendable job by him, because if you look yes. back at years past, he has never he hardly ever finishes a race at Daytona. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, it's, a, it's almost like a win for the organization and for the team uh, that he actually crossed the start finish line uh, with damage. But still. Well, and, and you look at that car. I mean, Regan Smith ran it before Allgaier and Smith was in position to win at Daytona on the last lap and threw a balk and ended up. Um, you know, putting himself at the fence, taking out half the field. But you, you, you know, you've got to. It's just what you got to do. You got to basically risk it all. It, it they told you if you're going to win, and you know that's what Sam Mayer tried to do. And um, again, he just missed. If he'd done, if he'd hit that block one second earlier, he might have won that race. You know, so it's it's just hard. Uh, gold stars for the Xfinity series. <sighs> Boy. Um, I, again, I feel like there's a lot of them. I give Sam a gold star, even though he didn't win, because he he elevated his uh, super speedway performance in this race. Um, Sam, again, if he just finished the race, that would have been um, amazing for him. But you know, I don't know. It's who would you give gold stars to? Who who is who are your gold star picks? I mean, there's a lot of people in this list that you can give a gold star to. Uh, Parker Retzla finished in fourth. Well, see, that was my first thought. Yeah. Uh, Parker in the 31 mm-hmm. car, the Funkaway, my favorite sponsor, <laughs> Funkaway. Uh, car for uh, Jordan Anderson Racing. That was a good run for him. What is Funkaway anyway? It's it, it it takes like for your shoes or whatever. It's it's a oh, set remover. Funk away. Sense. See, yeah. I wouldn't have thought shoes. Yes. Um, my it's well, not just shoes. Anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can spread on people. They have different. Well, they. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's where I was going. They with have it, different. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Different uh, th- products that you can use for different things. stationary objects. Yes. Okay. Uh, my <laughs> Snyder finished in fifth. <laughs> Um, with his first run with wow. uh, uh, Joe Gibbs Racing, uh, so uh, I feel like another talent who's going to be a, have a really good year. Riley Herbst also uh, came home in sixth. Joe Graff Jr. finished seventh in the Ryan Sieg's car. Um, so there's there's some uh, gold stars, and then you know you go on down the list. There's other other people down toward the bottom. That, See, uh, really good and, and and here's the thing with uh, you know Riley. We we've been waiting 
for for sort of the breakout, right? And I don't know if sixth is a breakout, but sixth was a big improvement for him. And um, and he did well. I think he finished tenth in the in the five hundred too. Yeah. He had a good finish. Um, so. We'll see where that goes. He's in that car for all the the 15 car in the Cup Series. In that for all the Super Speedway races. So, we'll see how you know how he does this year. We we again we've been waiting for that year where he steps up and and you know does what the car is capable of. And hopefully this will be his year. I was disappointed. I thought Cole Custer would run better. He didn't. Um, I thought Riley outran him. Um, but yeah, definitely a lot of those, those guys, um, and Anthony Alfredo too. I mean, again, in a position to win the 500 and something happens, but you know, that, that young man did a great job in that 78 car and he's got Pat Trison crew chiefing him. Um, and Pat's been a winner at the cup level, so he knows how to get it done. I think Anthony's going to have a good year in that car. Uh, Parker Kligerman also um, had a really good run going. Started up toward the front, and yeah. he was uh, running up front for a long time until he got involved in an accident. Yeah, he caused a couple of them. <laughs> yeah, and again, it's just, you know, the, the, the timing of blocks is so, you know, so important. Uh, but, yeah, Parker definitely, um, and again, I think he's going to do really well in that car. Um, you know, and Jay Buford did a nice job in his, in the team car that the five car had a good run at Daytona as well. It, that Xfinity series is locked and loaded, um, this year. And I think, uh, you're going to really see that when we get to auto club next week. Um, you know, there, there's probably a dozen or more cars that, that can win now in that series on any given Saturday. So it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be an interesting one. And of course, you know, Kyle Busch has got some races coming up in it too. So that just adds to the mix. Yeah. If you look at the uh, entry list for uh, this weekend's race at Auto Club, Austin Dillon is in the 10 car for Colleg Racing. That's the car that Landon Castle drove last yep. year. And the car um, Kyle will drive when he runs. car that Kyle will drive. Uh, Joe Graff Jr. is in the 19 for uh, yep. Joe Gibbs Racing uh, this weekend. Tyler Reddick in the 24 uh, for um, Sam Hunt. Sam Hunt. Um, and then, uh, let's see, Rajah Karuth in the 45 for Alpha Prime. Um, and then uh, Ross Chastain's in the 91 this weekend oh wow yeah no kidding okay so yeah it's it's yeah it's gonna be an interesting uh raja um is a driver that i'm i'm waiting to see over the course of this year how he does part of the new gms mix obviously with daniel die um and that in the truck series and and raja running still some for alpha prime in the Xfinity series as well. So that, that should be fun. And Austin Dillon in the 10 is definitely going to be a contender for sure. So picks for this weekend, we'll do Xfinity and then we'll do cup after we talk about the 500. So uh, this, this weekend, auto club speedway, uh, the Xfinity series race on Saturday. Um, oh, we're picking uh, Xfinity? Well, just, just Xfinity. Okay. So, oh boy. Um, I got to remember we're going to auto clubs. So that's a two mile track. So we're we're still, uh, yeah. Final time is a two mile. They'll have a couple of years of, uh, shortening that track to Mm -hmm. a half mile. Um, gosh, who do I want to pick? It's such a different deal when you leave Daytona that you've, you've got to really think about, um, who you think the top series contenders are and, you know, pick somebody from there. I think, um, I think I'm going to take a shot with um, Josh Berry in the uh, eight car that's a good, that's a good this pick. week. Not bad. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to pick, pick Josh Berry to win. I think anytime you pick a junior motorsports car, you're, you're destined for 
some sort of uh, of good luck, um, any one of the four. Um, I, I'm going to take Cole Custer. I, I feel like Cole actually did show some some speed. Um, he, he's going to try to be to be out to prove himself again. Yeah. Um, and Autoco Speedway has always been a good track for him. Uh, so I feel like this will be where Cole gets his first win of the season. Yeah, I think you know again you've it, the Xfinity series is going to be fun to watch for the next few weeks just to see. If, for example, Cole Custer can reestablish himself, you know, to see if Riley Herbst could step it up, to see if Brandon Jones could break out and win a couple races now that he's in the in the nine car. You know, you've you've got the the mix of people driving for Gibbs this year um, that uh, that is really varied. And, um, you know. It's it's just going to be a bit of a different series than what we've seen the last few years. And we've had mostly Gregson and Gibbs doing all the winning. So um, I think it's going to be interesting to see who who uh, who establishes themselves in the West Coast swing as being the, the teams to beat. Because, you know, there's always two, you know, a couple teams that that sort of start off early and and start, you know, establishing. So. Who are they going to be? Who knows? I don't think Daytona tells us anything. That's right. We'll be right back right after this. Stay with us. Daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. 
When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hey, this is Jeff Burton, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Jeff is uh, probably a little bit proud of Harrison uh, today. Harrison had a pretty good run going. He did, and and I I thought for a second he was going to be in the hunt to win. He really, I mean, coming off last year when he ended up on his lid, he did a real nice job. He said that he had learned a lot about how to manage the race and, and you know, basically put himself in the right positions at the right time. And he was right up there in the top, what, four or five, um, you know, at the, at the end um, and, 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 and had a shot as much as anybody else would. It'll be, he's another one. We don't know what we're going to see. We hope we see some real improvement in him this year in the 21. He had a rough rookie year. So hopefully he picks it up in his sophomore year. And, you know, and and I think he's capable. You know, it's not easy to make the jump to cup. The competition is way thicker and it's way different than Xfinity. People don't realize that. Um, And some guys adapt faster than others. Harrison's methodical. It takes him a little while. You know, he's not like Noah Gregson, for example, who I think is more instinctive and kind of just races on emotion. Harrison, I think, will do a good job this year, and he has to, because I'm going to tell you, there's a guy in the truck series right now named Zane Smith who's on a lot of people's radar right now, including Penske's. And so, you know, we'll see. But Harrison really needs to, I feel like he needs to step it up this year. He's in a contract year, too. Uh, That's what way. I'm saying. So, I mean, he's, you know, when you're <laughs> in a contract year, the pressure's always on for yes. you. And, of course, I mean, you know, he's not driving for for Penske or, I mean, I guess in a sense he is because it's a Penske, you know, basically a Penske. It's a fourth Penske team. Basically, yes. Just owned by the Wood um, Brothers, but, but the, the wood, contracts with the Woods. So, yes. Right. Yes. So, I, I mean, the, the pressure to perform probably isn't as bad being that you are a Wood Brothers driver as opposed to a Penske driver. Um, but when your cars are prepared by the higher source, then, then you know, da- Daddy's going to have a say-so in who gets that well, car. Well, so. yes, especially when Daddy is the captain. Exactly. Roger Penske, right? Exactly. right? right. Um, and... And if Roger decides there's this other driver that he likes um, and he really wants him in his organization, then he's going to do what it takes to have him. And so I'm not I'm not starting the rumor that Zane's going to Penske. I'm only saying that I know Penske is among the teams that that are really looking at Zane Smith right now. And if Zane has anywhere near the season he had last year in the trucks, um, it wouldn't be a stretch for me to imagine that someone's going to want to buy him out of his contract with Front Row Motorsports because, to me, he is absolutely the top prospect right now, bar none. Well, and if you're a Ford, you're going to do everything you can to keep him under your wing. Exactly, which means, again, you look at the Stuart Haas um, type, you know, and, and they're going to have, you know, I mean, Harvick's going away. 
Um, so, like, it's going to be interesting. Zane has got a little bit of leverage right now if he just, you know, keeps doing what he's doing and stays humble. He's got a shot to, to get to the Cup Series and skip right over Xfinity, and I think he'd be just fine. He's already getting Cup races with front row, and look what he did the other day. As long as I stay away from picking him in fantasy, I think we'll yeah. be okay. <laughs> exactly. I'm right. still hiding yeah. from Kate and Honeycutt yeah. after that. <laughs> Poor kid. Didn't even qualify, didn't qualify for, for the race. So luckily he's not here tonight to beat me up Yeah. Um, on camera. But uh, I think I have a pretty good year. I mean, it's always tough at Daytona. It's, you know, we, we talk about it all the, all the time. Well, it, you, you know, have 40. You, you know what? They have 40 trucks. <laughs> whatever right. it was, it was a lot of trucks. Yeah. You know, it's that's if you're not on your game and that team is a part-time team. So... You know, that's tough. It's tough to just show up and, you know, and, and turn it on. It's true. So when we talk about the Daytona 500, we always talk about the the ability or the desire to want to win this race. This is probably the one race on every driver's dream radar to win. Yep. And there have been plenty of people through the course of history who have never won this race. We talked yep. about Tony Stewart, Mark Martin, um, you know, guys like that who haven't won. Kyle Busch is in his 18th, now 19th try um, of trying to win it and hasn't yet won it. Mark Drex Jr. is in was his this 18th. his 19th? I think it was 18th or 19th. 18th. I believe. See, because <laughs> you think about it took Dale 20 years, right? right. Everybody's yeah, Everybody's exactly. comparing Kyle to Dale now. Yeah. You know, and so wouldn't it be funny if... He'll win it in 26. Win it, well, or whatever it is, 24, or whatever, whatever the 20th is. Um, yeah, I mean, that's... it's, But it's, but again, it's a bit of a different race now because it's even more about luck because yeah. back when Dale won it, you, you, didn't have, you didn't have all the pack racing just yet. Right, exactly. You know, it wasn't quite the same type of deal as it is now. But I, I think the prestige of winning the race is always. I mean, it's great to see you know people like you know Joey Logano, Denny Hamlin win it for the first time. Yeah. Uh, but when you see a low, I say a low funded team. When you see a team, they are low like JTG Doherty, who yes. have, who had two cars and you know had everything, and scaled back to one car and said, you know what, we're going to do this our way. We're going to do one team, one car operation, keeping Ricky Stenhouse, um, much to the dismay of a lot of people who thought they were making the wrong decision. But then. If you look at his history on restricted plates and, and tracks like Daytona and Talladega, he's not that bad. He's finished up front and ran up front in the most of these cup restricted plate and you know super speedway races yes. in the past. Uh, and again, clarifying, I know you know this, but there's no longer restricted right. plates, right? It's super speedways though still, and it's still the same um, type of racing. So yes, the, the, he's he's there are some drivers who are just really good at this, and he's one of them. Yeah. Now. He's also a little bit over aggressive sometimes, which is why you know the Recky Spinhouse nickname was was put on him. And and fair enough. I mean, he's he kind of has earned that a little bit. But here's the thing: I've known Ricky since he was about 12 years old in go karts, and I've watched him. He went from go karts on dirt to sprint cars, and then sprint cars. What you're taught is it's 20 laps or 30 laps. There is no managing a car. You're, you're hammered down and going. And Ricky was very good at it. And he had some trouble adapting to the longer stock car, you know, mentality um, and still does every once in a while. Old Ricky slips out. But you know what? Here's the deal with this team. He brought back, he brought in his crew chief from Roush, mm -hmm. Mike Kelly, for, for this year. And this was their first race together. Look what happened. Okay. Now, again, you can say, well, so-and-so crashed, so-and-so did this. Doesn't matter. You have to be in a position to take advantage of others' misfortunes. And, and the first thing that happened is Ricky didn't crash himself out, you know, and, and he, you know, um, and he, he made some mistakes early in the event, but just kind of worked through them. That team is not 
is it, they don't have the big sponsors that the Hendricks do. They they have a lot of names on the car, but they're not putting in the kind of resources that FedEx is, for example, right. Denny Hamlin. Okay, they they are overachievers, and that win at Daytona could ignite something with that team this year. And having one car and a lot of momentum coming out of that, they're in the playoffs now. So they can afford to start looking at some races to say we're going to work on R&D and improve ourselves. Um, you know, I that team could be a sneaky surprise going forward. It, wouldn't, it would not shock me at all to see Ricky Stenhouse get another win or two this year. Um, just, again, because of the momentum and the difference in confidence. I think he needs it just for, uh, just like you said, for his confidence yes. level, for his, you know, the fact that he's been in the series for a while and just hasn't had the luck. I mean, he's had some bad luck uh, go his way, especially on in times when he's leading races. Right. So to be able to come out of Daytona with the win, suddenly in the playoffs now, um, now you have, you know, basically 25 races that you can play around with setups and you can play around with different things and see what you can do to, to improve your team and make it better. So. Right. And I, I mean, for Tad and Jody Geschechter and that entire team, my gosh, I mean, it is always great to see a team like that, just like when Michael got it for front row McDowell. Um, you know, those teams work just as hard as the big teams. They just don't quite have the, 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 the resources to have all the best, all the most engineers, all of that. Okay, it is great for the sport. When somebody like Ricky wins, I watched him this morning on some of the new shows and stuff. He did a great job. I mean, he's going to be a good Daytona 500 champion. And, you know, you could tell that. I mean, I think he's in a different place in his life, too. You know, um, and 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 uh, with being married and, and he's you know, he's. Um, he's definitely uh, Christian and and is very faithful, and I think he's ready to settle down and contend, and that team may be ready to settle down and contend too. It'll be interesting to watch as uh, this year unfolds. Well, I think he said just you know we talk about all the bad like he said on the racetrack, but even off the racetrack. I mean you know being able when he was in the Xfinity series, uh, then the Bush series, he got parked for a period By of Roush, time yep. um, because for crashing he, for, for Arca crashing series Arca. actually yeah, is when that Arca. happened. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. One, um, two Bush <clears throat> titles. Yeah. Uh, or nationwide, whatever it was then. <clears throat> but he came back from that yeah. and made himself a better person yep. uh, because of it. And, and I think it changed him a lot. Um, and then going to JTD, JTG um, and trying to, you know, be a teammate to Ryan Priest and to, you know, all the other guys that have come to that organization yep. since he's been there. Um, it was great for JTG to decide I'm going to go to one team and I'm going to put all my resources with one car. Because I feel like a lot of times with these teams, they get a little bit too big too fast, yep. and they try to spend all the resources and spread things too thin, and then it suffers with every single car in the organization. So being able to scale it back to one, focus all of your resources on one car, and look what the payoff is. You're yes. a Daytona 500 champion. Yep. He had uh, Chris Buescher and then uh, Ryan Priest, as you said, his, mm -hmm. his, his teammates. And now that they're one car and they brought back a crew chief that he likes, that he's familiar with and has good chemistry with, that matters. And so that's why I said, don't sell this team short to get more wins and contend more this year. Cause I believe that they will, um, you know, and it's, that was fun to watch. And, and um, you know, speaking of Busher, um, he and Brad Kozlowski both showing a lot of speed there too, um, you know, for, for RFK. And uh, that's another deal. And Ryan Priest as well with Stuart Haas had a great weekend as well. Um, you know, and I think Ryan's going to be a, a contender as we go forward also. Yeah, there's lots of, lots of other stories that, that we can uh, dissect uh, here in the next break. But yeah. Ricky Stenhouse breaks a 199-race winless streak 
for himself. And the last time that uh, JTD Doherty won victory or found victory lane was with AJ Allmendinger at Watkins Glen in 2014, 266 races. And oh, by the way, um, Brad Doherty is the first African American yeah. to win a cup race as a team owner, part, part, you know, part team owner. Um, and uh, that sort of beat out Michael Jordan, who probably has had a few chances, you know, but uh, for to win first uh, African American to win the Daytona 500, let's clarify. All seven foot 15 yeah. of him. Yeah. All right, we're going to the side and take a break. We'll be back <laughs> more right after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skills levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way if you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. This is Justin Loft, and you're listening to the best guys on the radio, the Inside Pack.
Welcome back to the Inside Pass. It, it, it does kind of feel like a Daytona wrap-up show, but it pretty much is because it's the, the most biggest story yeah. of the whole entire week. So we, we broke down all the races up to the Daytona 500, and, of course, our congratulations to Ricky Stenhouse Jr. for uh, singing Victory Lane. But there were other stories of the weekend uh, that are kind of worth mentioning. We talked about Brad Keselowski and uh, Chris Busher and the teams that the, the team that they put together over at uh, RFK, RFK. Yes. Yeah. Okay. RFK. Um, I was like, where'd the K come from? But Keselowski. <laughs> Keselowski. Um, but uh, he, this is his second year of being an owner, a part owner over there at the team, and I feel like this is going to be a year where Brad's finally going to start figuring some things out. They started getting momentum toward the end of the season last year. Um, but anytime you go into a new team and a new organization and now you're part co-owner of it, it's going to take you a little bit of time because you're wearing many hats in the organization and you're trying to piece some things together for yourself, your teammate, and the rest of the organization. So it's going to take a little time. Well, I mean, he had, when he came in, first of all, the, the, the thing that you have to know about Brad Kozlowski is his attention to detail is like off the charts. And so that team as a whole, both cars, you know, first of all, the two cars weren't working together, the two groups. Um, and, you know, again, just as Chris Busher was talking about, you know, Brad came in and all of a sudden, you know, tools were better organized and banners were, were put in, in sort of more in a row. And, and like he's it, the, the Brad is a big believer in in culture as you know kind of um leading performance so if you pay attention to detail and you do the little things right then you so um those are the things he had a, a that was that team was spaghetti it was not a great organization it, and and he came in and has really started to help it shape up and chris busher i think is in a contract year uh, or was going to be in a contract year, not anymore, because, you know, the first thing Brad did is he wanted him signed to an extension because he believes in Busher. Um, so I think that team under Brad's um, growing and increasing leadership and Legacy Motor Club under Jimmy Johnson's new leadership, which will increase his influence, will increase over time. Those two organizations are going to be factors this year. And, you know, Jimmy had a great run at Daytona. Noah had a halfway decent run at Daytona. Eric Jones was running really well until he got wrecked out. Um, you know, I, again, I think, I think there's going to be a bit of a changing of the guard there. So, yeah, that's, I, I think, um, I think that, that RFK group's going to be strong all year. There was uh, some stories that came out uh, the last couple of days about Legacy Motor Sports uh, or Legacy Motor Group and, and Jimmy Johnson's, uh, I guess, tenure as an owner sort of getting Richard, uh, Richard Petty a little bit of a diminished role um, in the organization. I don't know how much of that's true, but uh, apparently there's Well, it, 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 it's true in Richard's mind. <laughs> and here's the deal. <laughs> Who's going to argue with the seven-time champion? Richard's like 85. You know, Richard's been around a long time. And Richard has his way of doing things as he's had for a number of years. Jimmy Johnson comes in, you know, and this is really funny to think about, but he's not, he's about half Richard's age, not quite, you know, he's 47, um, young enough to be his son. Okay. <laughs> if that um, puts it in perspective, but Jimmy has a way of, of doing things and he has a network of people from his, you know, NASCAR and his, in his IndyCar time. And he's come in, and he's brought a lot of his own people in. Now, there was a story that the story at first went that, that Jimmy bought Richard's share 
of the team from Richard. Not true. Richard sold his shares to um, Maury Gallagher, who is obviously the principal owner and uh, the, the GMS part of it. And then Jimmy came in and dealt with Maury. And I probably ended up with those same shares, but but it, it wasn't a transaction between Jimmy and Richard. Um, so Richard now feels a bit because he doesn't have a financial stake. And of course, Jimmy's, you know, bringing his people in and all of that. I think Richard just feels a bit left out and maybe like, you know, um, they have a different style. Well, here's, you know, and, and I, 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 would n- I would be the last person to ever throw shade at the, at the king, right? But the reality is that the king had a number of years as an owner and you watch the performance of the king's cars over the years and the, and the, and, and the you know, the sponsorship deals, they couldn't get enough. So the team became a mid-pack team. And I think Jimmy coming in, I mean, already, Guns and Roses, for crying out loud, was on the car at Daytona, right? And Wendy's. And, and, and of course, Wendy's, yeah, the, <laughs> that was the flying Baconator, right? Um, you know, the fastest Frosty in the South. Um, you know, the, 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 these are companies that Jimmy's people can bring in. Okay, that's going to elevate that team to elite status. And so Richard needs to just be, he needs to put himself in a mindset of, look, I'm just going to go and, and I'm going to do my thing and I'm going to have fun with the fans and I'm going to input where I can and encourage Noah and encourage Eric and, and whatever and be support. You know, he's, it, it's not going to be Richard Petty's philosophy anymore. You know, and I think that's where he's, he's just having trouble adjusting. And that is tough when you're used to being the boss and the big cheese all this time. And now you're, you're kind of just the, emeritus ambassador you know it's true i mean it's I, i'm sure it's hard for people you know like him who's been in the sport for you yes. know, their entire life to have to step aside and and have somebody else sort of take the reins of your organization but i mean when you think about not only jimmy johnson but you know penske's getting up there in age uh you know richard childress is getting up there yep. in age rick hendrick is getting up there in age and, and there's all, another story that came out earlier this week that jimmy johnson was actually offered part ownership in hendrick and turned it down because he didn't want to be not that he didn't want to be a part of Hendrick, but he wanted his own sort of like, you know. Well, yeah, thing. because we so. know Jeff Gordon is Hendrick's heir apparent. Right, exactly. And Penske has sons that, right. are, that are taking, you know, and, and he's got Tim Sindrick. I mean, Penske's already kind of put his succession team in place. And, and again, we go back to Keselowski, Jack Roush becoming right. less and less, right? Mm-hmm. And it's more and more about Brad's style and br- what Brad wants and Brad's philosophy. Right. And and again, you know, you, you you as you say, you know, these these folks are getting old. And um, you know, and so eventually those teams have to be able to function without them, which is why we all sort of are, you know, kind of looking to see how the whole Joe Gibbs racing team settles out here. Um, you know, without, because there is no succeeding Gibbs other than, I mean, the closest one would be either Joe's, Joe's wife, uh, which obviously not, or, you know, and, and Ty is, is too young. He's not old enough yet to be able to. Ty so, came in his underwear drawer much less well, than the race team. Well, you know, I mean, so, so what I'm saying is, is that, you know, it's, it's, it's a corporation. Every one of these teams is a corporation and you, you can't have conflicting 
points of view. You got to have, you know, and so Jimmy is going to elevate that legacy team. And, and, you know, I feel bad for Richard in a way because I can understand why he would be, you know, feel a, a little bit, um, you know, left out. Like I said, what do I do? How do I, you know, listen, show up, sign autographs, smile. Seriously, I mean, that's true, though. and enjoy the rest of the time that God gives you to be able to go to these races and and do what you love, you know, and and let the other guys heavy lift. Right. Yeah. Like just yeah. be the king, you know, um, and that to me is is, you know, as hard as I'm sure that is to him, you know, that's that's really his role now. And so it's going to be interesting to watch that legacy team going forward this year. They could win the. They could win it all. I mean, if you think about with the position that Eric Jones and Noah Gregson are in right now, you run, you drive for a team that has 14 cup titles amongst yeah. you. So you're, you're a plethora of knowledge and advice and, you know, just everything yep. is right there at your fingertips. Um, and it's funny because Jimmy even said, he's like, you know, I know that people think that, you know, I would be giving them all the advice, but they're actually giving me advice because he's never driven the, the new car That's yet. right. Well, and, and again, now he's trying to bring in more money, which allows them to have better resources, right. better cars, better, yeah. and be able to, to, to elevate to the status of a Hendrick. And I think they're very close. I mean, boy, and, and Noah Gregson coming in as a first-year driver, he just walked into the situation of his life there, mm -hmm. I think. And Eric Jones, too, good for him because – Eric believed and Eric signed and Eric's had a couple of years now running, you know, and um, he won last year. Finally, um, you know, he deserves to be able to 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 be with uh, that kind of a team. And I I just think that's a real unknown. And I think RFK is too. both of them could be could be multi-race winners this year. So I want to talk about the the caution, the final caution flag. Um, there's a lot of things on social in media. The 500? In the 500? Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of people asking, you know, at the at the point that the camera showed the caution flag, it wasn't Stenhouse that was ahead. It was Logano that was ahead. Why did Logano not win? How come Stenhouse won? Um, and there's a there's actually a science to this. Um, and I, I thought maybe we should sort of explain how the science is behind it um, sure. in the little bit of time that we have left. Um, so basically, the way that they that they do it is there's there's thousands of cameras all around the racetrack that that you know kind of timestamp the moment in time that somebody at the headquarters or at the control Hit decides the to button. push the detonator. Yes, um, and, and uh, make the caution flood the caution light come on, and that's when the field is frozen. So it doesn't necessarily mean that just because you know Daniel Suarez was you know sideways or upside down, if the caution flag is not out yet, the race is still going on. Right. Um, so at the point that the caution comes out, then they look at where the camera is or what whatever camera is there at that point, um, and that's how they determine who won. At the point that the camera you know shows the timestamp, it was right. Stenhouse that was ahead. Right. And it's not. And so for for those fans, it doesn't matter what TV shows you. Right. They mm -hmm. don't ha they may not have the the same exact camera shot that NASCAR is looking at with a timestamp on it. So, you know, it's it's not what and no NASCAR doesn't uh, for crying out loud people, don't be ignorant. NASCAR does not fix races. They don't choose winners. They don't care if Logano or or who, you know, it just happened to be Stenhouse and and I I don't think Ricky has earned no, and, and I don't mean this negatively to Ricky. I don't think Ricky has earned NASCAR's preferential treatment. You know, he ain't Richard Petty. He's not an Aaron Hart. He's not, you know, I just, it, it, come on, give me a break. But that, that, so we may not have seen that shot and NASCAR has it. 
And so, you know, Ricky ended up winning. Good for him. You know, and Joey finished second and is off to another championship, potential championship run. So, You know what I'm looking forward to? Is in a couple of weeks after um, after California, Las Vegas, and Phoenix, up in the Fox booth is going to be Danica Patrick. So you know they're going to talk about Ricky Stenhouse all the time because he won the Daytona 500. So I wonder how awkward she's going to be knowing that. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, look, it's um, it again. I said she's not awkward already. But I don't know why you bring Danica in. I'm just honestly, saying, right, no, well, I mean, no, that's true. no offense to, to Danica, but I, I just you know what? Only because she lives in Phoenix, so yeah, she's probably she's like not five minutes analyst, away. So it's pro- I mean, my gosh, you know, fly somebody in for crying out loud. Bring in a driver that's that's accomplished enough in NASCAR to warrant that. For, there's there's tons of them. Um, give but, one of the forty on the track a microphone. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's just um, yeah, it, it's really really um, an, an interesting thing the way that uh, Fox has developed that sort of guest co-analyst sort of role. Next year it'll be all Kevin Harvick, um, but for this year rotating cast again, and that's good. Um, you know, it'll be it'll be fun. They always have some nice surprises in there. Um, so, and I know Kevin will be up there a few times. Uh, real quick, Gold Star for the Cup Series. Oh, gosh, Ricky Stenhouse. How do you not give Ricky the gold star? I mean, but you got Travis Pastrana. I give Todd Gilliland a gold star because he was up there all day long in contention. Um, And, and, uh, you know, uh, Riley Herbst. Herbst is another one. Finished 10th. Good job for him. And Zane Smith gets a gold star. uh, Chris Buescher for me uh, up there. Edgy Allmendinger finishing the sixth spot. Led some laps as well. Um, Cody Ware finishing the 14th position. Uh, It's a good run by him, too. Um, and you can pick Pastrana. out 55 other guys on that list that had good runs as well. Yeah. So, um, all right, we're going to step aside here and uh, take our final break, and we will wrap everything up from Daytona and from our studio in, uh, in Statesville right after this. Hold on. How to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go, and you'll find that Friday Friday at the Track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun. Go fast and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. 
Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. I'm Lane Castle, NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Okay, I know we don't have much time. Real quick, your pick for Sunday, the Cup Series. Oh, I think uh, I'm going to take a shot with. Uh, I'm going to go with Kyle Busch. Oh, okay. I'm going to go Kyle Busch. I'm going to go William Byron. Okay, so both good picks. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Our, our final story of the, the night: Tony Kanaan has announced that he will retire from Indy competition and from any kind of well, I guess maybe SRX, but um, after this year's Indy 500. Yeah, um, Tony's been running a reduced schedule. Um, and, of course, he's a past Indy 500 champion and surely could go win it again. Um, you know, it's uh, that he is a driver that that um, has accomplished so much. Um, one of the story, one of the books that I read last year um, that actually spent some time talking about uh, Tony Kanan. There is a book that's out that. Um, Emerson Fittipaldi plays a big role in, and um, gosh, I'm trying to think of the other driver's name, um, who who actually was the the subject of the book, and um, and he and Tony were were very very tight friends coming up through the ranks, and he talked about Tony as being a hard nosed racer from the start in go karting, which of course over in Europe and Italy and all that is huge, and very competitive. Tony's had a great career. And man, I'm gonna miss him because he's got a good personality, and uh, you know, always makes fun of his nose. So we can too, you know. Um, they, you know, after he won the 500, he said, "I'll be the the guy on the trophy with the biggest nose." Um, and so, um, yeah, I'd love to see Tony go win it again. All right, we will see you guys next week on the Inside Pass. Goodbye, everybody. You've been listening to the Inside Pass, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow the Inside Pass on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and visit theinsidepasslive.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of the Inside Pass. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of the Inside Pass. Thank you for listening.